Hi everyone, my name is Dr. Sarah Yu. I'm the show host, Dr. Sarah Yu Show, today's America and the World, as well as uh, Dr. Sarah for U.S. Senate uh, show and U.S. Congress. And uh, so today I have a uh, uh, great uh, friends as well as a uh, uh, very uh, famous author as attorney from Chicago, attorney Marshall um, Morris here. Uh, we are welcome all the Marshall uh, Morris. Hi, uh, Mr. Uh, attorney uh, Marshall, so how are you today? I'm fine. Thank you very much, Sarah. It's very nice to see you again. Okay, so you know, I uh, since uh, uh, I heard many, many your book story all the time. You text me all the time. You show me that uh, you know, I uh, I bring up you here. Not only myself, everyone should know about your books and your life story experiences. So, I have a few questions about your books. I'm very interesting. And uh, I want to really many people read uh, read your books, feel what your voice to their voice be, and then life change experience what you have. Uh, I want my audience to. That's why I'm uh, bring you here. I have a uh, about six questions, uh, and then just let us know the answers. You know, each time I asking you. First question is uh. You know, every authors they uh, wrote books and they have a motivation writing books, right? So, tell me uh, about your motivation to writing book that book, as well as uh, tell about you know about books. Yeah. Well, first of all, this is not like any other book you'll ever read. Most authors who start writing a book, a nonfiction book, which is what this is have a pretty good idea how it's going to end. They have a beginning and they have an end. This book had no idea how it was going to end because it was written as it unfolded. In other words, it's almost like a diary. You're going to read things as they happen, as seen through my eyes. The book took four years to write, but the events that occurred in this book go back initially from 1958 an event that occurred then, and then slammed back almost 2,000 years into Jerusalem to events that occurred then, and then comes forward again. I know that sounds unique, but that's what happened. Characters in this book include visitations by God, which sounds, I know, hard to believe, but it occurred. And I can even describe what he looked like when he came to visit in 1958. Um, how I got into this was, well, I should start off by saying in 1958, God came to see me. That's not his name in heaven, though. He's called the master because he controls all things. Anyhow, after he came to visit me and he touched me my chin with his staff, my memories of Jerusalem 2000 years ago actually 1952 years ago, lit up. I saw the slaughter of the city by the Romans. I had a, my best friend, who was Jonathan and I, who fought them. My wife was Devorah. And the woman who I took up after my wife was killed was named Naomi. We were the last two, we found out at the end of the book, who were involved in hiding the Ark of the Covenant. That may be what this book is about, but anyhow, 
In 2016, I'm sorry, in, two, in 1963, a 17-year-old girl was brutally murdered. Her name was Veronica. I didn't know her name at the time, but I sensed that her name began with a V. But anyhow, in 1999, I first saw her. In 2016, Veronica arranged myself and another person to meet. We never would have met. She arranged it and we interviewed her in 2016 for five hours. And she told us she arranged the meeting. But at the same time that she did that, she arranged me to meet other people over who had seen her in different time place, in different times and different places. She was verifying to us her past. And the amazing thing about her was that she wasn't upset about her murder, which she described and told us who killed her and where and what they did with her body, which was horrible. She was upset that she was stuck here for 50 some odd years because God sent her back on a mission. The mission was to bring Courtney and I together so that we could talk to her and I could write the book. The book covers all sorts of things. Miracles by the Archangel Metatron. Um, it covers stories about what Veronica can do and cannot do. Veronica is a very powerful spirit. She can do amazing things and focus amazing amounts of energy. And she, you will read about her and what she can do. Um, and you'll read about Naomi, another messenger of God who came back to help me write the book when I was very frustrated about doing this because it was, it's a huge book that, that not, not by volume, but by events that took place and trying to sort them out and make sense out of this. I mean, if I said to you, God came to visit me in 1958, you'd probably say, are you okay, Marshall? Um, but Veronica, in our interview, not only explained to me who came in 1958, because I had no idea it was, she's the one who told me who it was. And it was Naomi who pointed me out to the book of Revelations. There was a one sentence in there by John, who was written before the fall of Jerusalem, but he never saw God. He copied it from the, archangel, from the uh, prophet uh, Ezekiel, identical. So... Whoever it was who came to see me, it was God. And Veronica explained what happens at death, what happens at life, the immortality of the soul, who you are. I mean, would you believe if I told you that she had a pet cat that was a soul cat that was killed? She explained to us in our conversation that the young boy shot a cat cat fell into the water and died and it became her pet and she called it Herman and she loved Herman they would walk the parkway by the golf course so she's a very complex person but as far as energy that she could generate she took three little led bulbs to tell me she was here and caused a lightning strike that was so blinding that it lit up 3,000 square feet of light and you couldn't look at it that's just a touch of how much power she could generate. So why is this book important? 
It's important because it says to everybody here, God exists. He is angels. And it says what he expects. And Veronica said that all God wants of us is to treat each other decently. That's it. We are to treat each other as we would expect ourselves to be treated. It sounds very simple. It seems to be the basic foundation of Judaism, um, Christianity. All major religions seem to follow that same text. And that's all God expects of us. Are we immortal? Yes. Inside each of us, the book we'll talk about is what they call a spirit. You know it as a soul, but it is an independent entity that's immortal. And all your past lives are in that spirit. And the spirit experiences the physical life in the body. When the body dies, spirit is ejected, goes back to heaven to be reborn. Very simple process. The book also has a warning for those people who go out and kill people. It's a very serious warning. And it tells exactly what's going to happen to them. They don't come back. They're weeded out. They don't get to go to heaven. And all the hell that they created on earth is what they're going to see every second of their immortality until God determines their punishment has been complete. And I have no idea how long that would go, but it could be for a long, long time. So those people who send people out to kill other people, those people who commit those horrible acts, better think twice about it. It's not going to be a good experience when your body fails you. So there's some messages in there. Now, the book also talks about the Ark of the Covenant. And in the book, we describe exactly what's in the room. Both of us have identical memories to the smallest detail of what the ark looked like, what we did in the room, what was left in the room. So I actually sent, it's not in the book now, the directions as to where to start looking for the ark and the characteristics of the tunnel to the Israeli Bureau of Antiquity. They're supposed to start looking for the ark so they can find it. So. Great. Uh, you know, I think uh, should everyone understand what you say. But anyway, you know, in Bible, all the place, uh, all the Testament, especially in uh, Genesis, you know, Abraham appear. Uh, Abraham and you know angels appear. Abraham's, you know, as a, a god. Uh, you know the we 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 I as I'm a pastor in uh, a ministry uh church. You know, I always one thing: this is true or not? Because in Bible, in Bible, uh, you know, said uh, that is yes true and. In Bible said the uh, natural, but in Bible all the place that uh talk about, you know God's appearance, you know people like Moses, Abraham's, David, all the place. Uh, so why not to you? You know why not to you? So uh why not to you? You know so but God wants to you special message to you. So what exactly God uh, told you to do? You know like um. Uh, Tell me about that. Yeah. I'll explain to you what happened. Okay. 
I was 12 years old at the time and I was in my bedroom and this ancient individual in medieval, in, in mid-eastern garb with the hood and the long um, shroud, you might say, long beard, crazy white hair like yours truly, um, came up to my bed and I kept saying to this, in, to this entity, what do you want? What is it you wish? Now I should tell you, when people say God came to visit them, I ask them, what were the color of his eyes? And people always say blue, wrong. God's eyes are bright red, like looking into a nuclear furnace. He is pure energy. And that's how you can tell if someone really got visited by God or didn't get visited. But anyways, he came up to me and he took his staff and he touched my chin under here. And when somebody does that, your normal reaction is to grab it. Well, I did. And it was there. I felt it here and I felt it in my hand. And I kept asking, what is it you want? What is it you want? Well, he wasn't talking to Marshall Morris. He was talking to Moshe, the spirit from 1952 years ago. And he woke him up. And after that, nothing was the same. Even after... Well, let me finish. When I released his hand, my hand on the staff, he put it down, turned around, and walked out exactly as he came. But afterwards, my world changed. I saw Jerusalem. I saw the slaughter the Romans did. I saw the Ark of the Covenant, the gold Ark with the, with the eagles. I saw my sword. I saw what we, my best friend, and I, when we fought the Romans, but I also saw the room in which the ark was hidden that we went into. All these things, but also I was different. I could sense emotions. I could sense what you were thinking, not reading your mind, but your what I could feel from you. It made me quite deadly in a courtroom, <laughs> actually. But, and I was protected. I should have been killed Many months afterwards, in a car accident, when two cars collided, the book describes it, and um, the hood of a car was, before it came off, I was told to jump off my bicycle. I know I'm sort of cramming this in, but I jumped off the bicycle. The two cars collided in the hood of the 52 Buick, sliced over where my bicycle was. I would have been killed. But I couldn't be killed because I was supposed to write the book and I was supposed to meet Courtney, who back then was my best friend, Jonathan. Courtney, in the book it describes, was driving through an intersection with her daughter. Another car blows through the intersection, and the book talks about it, and slams into her car. Her and her daughter would have been killed instantly. It came out the other end. No damage to the car, no damage to them. Both Courtney and her daughter tell the same story, but they both said that when they pulled over, they heard laughter in the back of the car. It was the Archangel Metatron who altered time and space to save their lives, just as he gave me the warning so it would save my life. You see, there was a plan that went back a long time ago and if the two of one of us was killed, the plan could not take place. 
So what you have is the archangel altering events to make sure we were alive and the the spirits, Veronica and Naomi, nudging things around so that we would meet and events would take place. So the book had to happen, shall we say. Yeah, great, great. I think, uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. The, this will be, uh, you know, the um, amazing experience, people who are listening this one, uh, you know, Every person, uh, they're looking forward to have uh, some experience near God because God is we cannot see. We have uh, like a spiritual part, soul, and uh, we have a uh, actual uh, mind and soul and spiritual three uh, things, uh, organ in our body. So many people they are uh, you know very focused on. Uh, mind and soul, but spiritual communication is God. Uh, you know, we should always be uh, looking forward. I think your book uh, value that, you know, people who want communication with God and uh, with God and then, so I think that is great book. And I have a last, uh, two more location, one, the last one, and after you can uh, talk about where we can buy the uh, books. and. Oh. So the, yeah, the after I have one more question that together you can answer because we have uh, only three uh three minutes forty three minutes. So okay, the what is life change? You know, when when you before met God and then after met God, and I want to know that as well as your uh where we can buy the, your books, how we can contact you. So time uh, this is my uh, this is the last uh, uh question. Yeah. Okay, first, this is the book. It's called Conversations with the Dead, the Secret of All Things. Okay, Conversations with the Dead, the Secret of All Things. You want the blue series. It's distributed by Amazon Books. It's distributed as a six by nine book, an ebook, or Kindle. Uh, if you're going to say I make a lot of money on royalties, no, I make very little. In fact, I probably end up with a happy meal maybe out of the royalties. So that's not why it's done. The book is there to help people. And if people are scared about life and death and what's coming, the book will alleviate those fears. And I talk to people all over the world who ask questions. You could go to the book site, marshallwith1lmorris.com, and you could read articles that I've written about different things, theories of miracles, why they happen, why they don't. Um, people will, will tell me different events that happen in their lives and those get posted. There's also a Facebook uh, account that you can reach and I will answer you there um, called The Secret of All Things. And when we post a comment in there, people, you may get anywhere from several thousand to 15 to 20,000 people that will, and that individual site, but then it may go flying out to about 2 million people. So, and I have been interviewed as I indicated to you on other radio shows. The book is important because it helps people. And that's what it's, it will change your life. It will give you something to look forward to and feel 
how can I say it? It binds you to the divine force. You're not alone, it says to you. You're part of something else. That's what it says. You know, I think that uh, during my interview with you, I feel, you know, really uh, our life, God always existing, you know, need us, uh, the person who are thinking that way, another person thinking there's no God, it's such different, right? So I think your books, uh, once people, they believe God, but without knowing God, uh, you know, they might uh different style of the base life. So I think that your book uh help people to understand God first and the right path to build the base for life. So I wanna recommend everyone to buy your books, know about God, uh gotta choose you especially those experience and uh, I'm so thankful for you build those mission and then and as an attorney I have uh, so many friend attorney you know, the people, uh, uh, you know, you they are, they are very knowledgeable. They are very intelligent. Uh, 